Hey y'all and welcome back to the Soul Surgery Podcast. I am your host, Favor. I hope you guys have been blessed. I hope you've been having such a great day. I'm so excited for today's episode. Today we are focusing on soul surgery, going deeper into what it is, but actually answering the question of why soul surgery. So the question is, why soul surgery? Who needs that? What's the point of it? Is it important? Is it not important? Does everyone need to partake in it? Is it just for sinners? Is it just for Christians? Is it just for old people? Is it just for young people? Yes, there's a lot of Christians going around it. But today's episode, I just want to expand as to not just what soul surgery is, but exactly why it's important. Soul surgery is a process that includes the self-compass, soul pruning, heart and soul maintenance. That's a lot of words, I know, but I'm going to break it down for you. The self-compass is an opportunity to actually navigate what's going on and where is this rooted from. Um, I think it's it's very surface level to assume that your actions are just based on, I just woke up this morning and I wasn't in the mood so I decided to be rude to those people or I'm just always angry because everyone pisses me off. It's not that simple. Our human nat- Our human nature is actually not like that. Most of the time, the things that you project outwards is always a result of something that's going on inside. The reason why you have a rotten attitude is because the fruits that are inside, the seeds that are inside of you are rotten. Facts. The reason why you're cold to people is because your insides are cold. And it's not just because, okay, you're evil. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying you're evil. I'm not saying you're a rude person. But what I'm trying to say is, for example, I had a moment where I was constantly raising my voice in my house with my family um I actually came across very rude to my mom and I got in trouble for that of course but in that moment I had to sit down and have a discussion with my mom as to why am I always acting this way every time she says a certain thing my reaction is very intense I had to sit down and analyze that and the deeper I went I realized that everything was coming from a place of fear I wanted to be very certain as to what was to come. So when I felt uncertain, I reacted aggressively. I reacted in a controlling manner of wanting to reinforce my position, shouting, raising my voice, being very stern. And that was all out of fear. It doesn't condone my behavior, but it allows me to actually sit down and be like, why am I so afraid? Where is this fear coming from? Because I'm not supposed to have the spirit of fear. Jesus didn't die on the cross for me to be walking around afraid. Um, afraid. <laughs> afraid. <laughs> oh my gosh, good night. Jesus didn't die on the cross for me to be walking around afraid, scared, you know? And that allowed me to be able to sit down and actually say, God, do you know what? Reveal to me where my fear is coming from. Holy Spirit, I- I'm going to sit down in silence and allow you to reveal to me where this fear is coming from. W- w- like, where? Why? why? Why am I so fearful? And asking God to, Lord, like, can you actually please take this away? (laughs) Please help me overcome my fear. You know, it's interesting. Me telling this story, I actually just kind of went through the, a little bit of the process of what soul surgery is. So that navigating is that, why am I always doing this? Or why do I allow myself to stay in such a relationship? Why do I compromise who I am for what I want people to think of me? Why, why, Why do I always do this? It's those why questions that we need to ask ourselves. I think sometimes as a society, we we love to point the fingers at other people and blame others for why we are doing what we're doing. And I'm sure that there are some situations where it wasn't your fault. You didn't ask for it. Absolutely. But I also believe that in some situations, there's 
some situations, especially when it comes to like our friendships or relationships, sometimes that we put ourselves into, it takes two. It takes two sometimes. And it's the question just to why did you allow that person to treat you such a way? And it's not always just because like I just really liked him. I think that's something that we tell ourselves to try to convince ourselves that like this is why I'm staying here, but it's usually rooted in something deeper. I'll give you an example. I know someone who's in an abusive relationship, but it's not a physical um it's not a physically abusive relationship. It's more of like a verbal and emotionally um abusive relationship. They don't really see it, but for someone who's on the outside, we see it and they've also come to acknowledge it a little bit that they don't understand their self-worth and that's why they stay in that relationship. They tell themselves every single day that this is what they need, this person loves them, that they love this person when they know for a fact that it's because they don't know their self-worth, that's why they allow anything. They allow anyone to treat them any other way because to them, they're like, well, this is what I deserve. So... So, so this, um, so the self compass is all of that. It's the navigation. It's the why questions. I, I think I rambled a bit, but it's basically the why question. So then the soul pruning, the cutting out, and that's the, that's the cutting up and the taking out. See, it's lo- this is low-key like um a surgical process because when you go like let's say if you're gonna have surgery, they have to locate where the problem is. They locate where the tumor is. They put you through an X-ray machine. They do all of that. They put you through the machine and then they locate. I bet this is where the problem is. So then the cutting up, they've marked it and then they'll put you. You know, you're you're sedated. You're under, and they have to cut your skin to get deeper. They have to cut your skin to get to the tumor. They have to cut your skin to fix whatever needs to be fixed. And that's the thing. It's allowing ourselves to be opened up. It's actually saying, God, do you know what? I'm actually going to open myself up. And this happens in vulnerability and transparency. And I feel like this happens in safe spaces. Um, sometimes um, as Christians, we might be part of church, uh, part of a church where um, we don't feel comfortable enough to be open. And it's not... It's not always your fault that, okay, you're just not opening up, but sometimes it's out of what you see going on. You're just kind of like, this is not the space where I want to be vulnerable. This is not a space where I want to open up. This is not a space. I, I Like, I don't really trust these people to give them the spatula to, <laughs> to open me up. And that's fair. That happened to me. I was definitely in, 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 um, in a few environments where um, I didn't feel comfortable to open up. I didn't feel comfortable to let go. I didn't feel comfortable to actually talk about it. Um, and you know, what's really interesting is I held on to those things and all it did was it kept bleeding. The wounds didn't heal by themselves. It kept bleeding. You know, the Bible does say to confess your sins to your brethren, to your brother and sisters, confess your sins. That's where, that's where healing comes. Cause of course Jesus heals us. Absolutely. Jesus is the healer of all healers. He's the doctor of all doctors, but the Bible still tells us to confess our sins. I'm not just saying to run up to someone and be like, yo, like this is what I did last week. Like, look, 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 like that's important. Absolutely. But it's the talking, talking about it with someone is very important. And sometimes that's the, that's the opening up. That's the opening up, okay? This is, we know what the problem is. Let's open up. Let's go deeper. Let's see where is this coming from? How did this tumor form? Where did this come from? Where is this bleeding coming from? Oops, I see you have a rapture. Your kidney raptured or your appendix raptured. That's how we know. Oh, that, that was something that happened in your past. Oh, okay, yeah. That was a moment you felt betrayed, right? No wonder why. And that's why now you're very aggressive with other people. That's why you're controlling with other people because you were betrayed. So that's so that's the that's the soul pruning. That's the looking and finding what that is and actually saying, do you know what? It's not it's not that I'm gonna take that memory and forget about it, but it's gonna mm, I'm gonna take that pain, hand it over to Jesus and see what he does with that. 
and allow Jesus to actually heal that and not pretend that I haven't, I don't feel this pain. Jesus, you can touch every, you can heal every other part of me, but this part, you know, um, I heard, I've heard the same before and it's like, it's so amazing. It's like, God can't bless who you pretend to be. He can only pretend who you really are, basically. And if you're just honest with yourself, I think sometimes, okay, this is what I'm trying to say. As Christians, sometimes all we need to do is just to be like, it is what it is. Say it for what it is and don't try to say, oh, no, it, just say it for what it is. Yep. I have anger issues because I feel like everything around me, I, I feel like everything around me is always negative and it's always hurting me and I have no control. I like control in my life because everything is just happening and, and life sucks. So my anger is a way for me to feel like I can control something. I can scare people. I can dictate how people perceive me by being angry. I like the fact that people are afraid of me is because that means they won't mess with me because someone in my past would mess with me and that's why I'm doing this. Do you guys kind of get where I'm coming at? I feel like I'm definitely blabbing. Look, y'all need to bear with me because this is the first episode. I'm just getting a hang of like how to even talk on a podcast because I love to talk. As if you, if y'all know me, I love to talk. And I feel like sometimes on a phone conversation, it's easier because I know like someone's there listening and I can just bounce up that person. But it is what it is. We move. So the next part of this whole surgery process is the heart and soul maintenance. This is rehabilitation. This is how to heal and stay healthy. So once that we so once we've figured out where is the problem, what's going on, we've gone okay. Uh, what you did yesterday that wasn't right, cool. We figured it out. That's the problem. So that uh okay, what's the bit? I'll give the example of my um my my fear. So yep, had an outburst. Was very rude and was like, cool. What's the deeper problem? Fear, um, lack of control. Um, the need to control my means, the f- um, if I'm gonna be honest, the fear that God won't provide, even though He says He will, the fear that He won't provide, um, and it's reaching deep and actually saying, okay, based on the past of being afraid and seeing things that I've seen, being in the situations that I've been in, felt this need to want to control, yada yada yada. So now if we're going into the heart and soul maintenance, it's the rehabilitation, it's the fine. We've identified that, we've taken out the tumor, we've allowed God to take out the tumor, so we zip it up. I'm even saying zip it up, like they're going to zip you up in surgery. You can sew it back together, but the the wound still needs to heal. So most likely they'll give you, I don't know, antibiotics, um, you'll take some Panadol for pain relief, all these different things. So all this medication or the rehabilitation of it or the healing of it all is all rooted in the word of God and in the Bible. See, the word of God, God is like, like I said before, Jesus is the doctor of all doctors. All of this, I need, no, 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 you don't need no, no scents, no candles. The candles can make your mood feel good, but you'll still go outside and still, that mood will change. Your mood will always change. Jesus is the only one. And that's why with the um, heart and soul maintenance, that's all about using the word of God to practically help ourselves to heal and take care of our hearts and our souls. It will help improve our relationship with others. It will help you be your best self alone and with others. Do you get what I'm saying? Kind of? I bet. Let's move on. Just real quick, if um if anyone is kind of unsure of what the soul is. So the soul is basically like... It's composed of three parts. So it's like your mind, your will, and your emotions. Um, so it's a part of your your inner being created by God. Um, and the reason why we have soul surgery is because it's not like we like I said, it's not about the surface stuff. It's it's the surgery in your mind, your will, and your emotions. Because when your when your mind is wounded, your like when your mind is wounded, the things that you do 
um on the outside i don't even know why i'm not even putting my words right but you guys get what i'm trying to say right like it's just like when your mind is wounded your actions will kind of reflect that you know when your will is the wrong way when you want to do things the way the world wants to do it you're gonna do things your actions will reflect that when your emotions are all over the place your actions are going to reflect that when you're not balanced your actions will reflect that um and i think it's very important especially just it's not even just as christians but as human like human beings that we actually allow ourselves time to go deeper like allow ourselves time to go deeper and actually see what the problem is not just try to sugarcoat it and pretend like oh no i'm just really sad like no there's a reason there's a reason let's go deeper like i said before let's talk about it so yeah i think that's all i'm gonna say today i don't want to blab on too much because i don't want to blab on too much um the next episode that's coming up is we're gonna talk probably oh did my voice just crack damn um so the next podcast the next episode i'm thinking that we'll probably talk about um cancel culture so cancel culture we're gonna go deeper into it we're gonna go deep into figuring as christians how do we navigate with cancel culture what is it what what does it say about what's going on inside that you need to cancel other people um so it's gonna be hot um if the shoe fits wear it um I feel like that should be like the caption. Soul surgery, if the shoe fits, wear it. Because if you feel like I'm coming for you, I never said your name. So why are you crying? Um, but yeah, this was probably messy. But hey, you have to start somewhere. We all have to start somewhere. We can't be out here trying to be perfect all the time. I'm not perfect. Only Jesus is. Um, but yeah, so I'm going to leave you with a Bible passage that is actually rooted... It's, is that the I would say it's the it's the foundation of soul surgery it's the foundation of soul surgery um so that's Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12 I'm gonna read the new living translation so it says for the word of God is alive and powerful it is sharper than the oh okay it is sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword cutting between soul and spirit between joint and marrow it exposes our innermost thoughts and desires <laughs> scary the holy spirit the word of god is really out here just cutting 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 getting deeper but yeah i really hope you enjoyed this episode i know it was very much like um low-key um a university lecture and then it jumped into talking to um your neighbor's cat i don't know we thank the lord for his grace and mercy um i do hope that um whoever's listening gets like a, i don't know a better understanding as to what soul surgery is um of course i'll go more into it in more episodes but i'm just ready to get started i'm ready to get this off the road off the floor whatever you whatever they say however they quote it but um i'll say this moving forward with this podcast i don't want it to be me like teaching because it's not what I'm necessarily doing. I'm just discussing and talking about my experiences and I'm going to have different guests come on the show and we'll be talking about our experiences and what we've been going through and going deeper through that and allowing the word of God to help us. You know, we want to we wanna know God's word fluently, but we also like, we want to be fluent in God's word, but we want to live God's way fluently. That's what we want to do at the end of the day. Um, but yeah, I hope you guys are blessed um this is this podcast is meant to be a conversation by the way 
look at the way I've, I keep saying, let's go, let's go. And I'm just repeating myself. Look, guys, forgive me. I'll, I'll get better. I'll get better. Um, but no, I really appreciate those that are listening. Thank you so much for taking your time out to listen. And I can't wait for the next episode, y'all. Cancel culture. Yo, yo. Hey, y'all. I really hope you've been blessed by today's episode. Thanks for tuning in. But let's not stop the conversation here. I'm sure there's more to be said. So head on to the Soul Surgery Instagram page and share with me your thoughts or questions. See you on the next episode.